welcome back to this week's episode of the Out of Fest podcast. It is the first episode of 2022, and I'm here with Jay and Angelo. As I like to call it, 2020, New Game Plus. <laughs> I was plus just plus about now. to say, this is the... Oh god, I don't know how many episodes we had <laughs> in 2020, but it's 2022. First episode. And I'm Nancy. She's Nancy. So hello, welcome back. Fuzzy hugs. That's Angelo. I'm Jay. Have a good night. <laughs> and that's all, folks. Well, time to hit the old dusty trail. I'm already done with Gosh. this year. I I would actually be down for that. I have not slept well since before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, boy. I was. Sounds like we got some catching up to do. Yeah. But before we get into that, if you've ever wanted to be part of OdaFest beyond just attending, the volunteer and panel applications are now open. So help us put together our 2022 convention. And on that note, the early bird tickets are also now available. So head over to odafest.com for all the sweet deets. A quick reminder that Odafest 2022 will be a two-day event rather than our traditional three-day event. In keeping the interest of everybody's health, we will be requiring that all attendees will be wearing their masks and be fully vaccinated. Thank you. Yeah. So we got some catching up to do. Yeah, we took a little break. I haven't been on this podcast since last year. I know. It's been a whole delineation of a year since we last talked. I haven't even thought about Odafest for a whole year. That's not true. Um, and now we are. Yeah. I'm, uh, we're in 2022, mm -hmm. and it has not started well, uh, at least personally. I mean, not in like a super bad way. I was sick for a little bit. Same. Um, I uh, hope other people weren't yeah. sick, but Nancy was sick. So, a okay, well, there we go. A lot of people were sick this holiday. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were sick this holiday. Yeah. So, uh, it, this wasn't, this is not a New Year's resolution by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Don't be sick. But I have been trying to get my booster shot, and I successfully received said booster shot. And oh boy, did that floor me really good. Oh, yeah. Like, Ooh. Like fever, really bad fever. Mm. Uh, I had it triggered a migraine in me. Like I was just out for a few days. Um, Sean slipped on some ice and bruised some ribs, which oh. is oh, no. honestly the best outcome of where he fell. Like that could have been so so much worse. Mm. And I'm thankful that it's only bruised ribs. So not a fantastic start to the new year, but it's also not that bad. I hope it only gets better from there. Yeah, same. Ooh. Yeah, you know, it's just been a time, but I'm, I do hope that most, uh, you know, I hope all of our listeners had a good holiday, whether it was, you know, New Year's or some other, you know, festival that happens around this time, because there's many, it's not just a Christmas thing. And, you know, hope everyone got else got on their right foot because i did not <laughs> it feels like well that's not Aww. true i started the year with duck which you guys didn't come to but <laughs> i was so tired that day it's okay <laughs> that i didn't even remember duck was happening Oof. until i had to i would have had to have left to go there fair enough oh yikes no it's okay and by that time i had to get ready for work anyway we had lots of people. Well, we were 
we were isolating in the week leading up to it, so we had, just we had, safer not to go. Like, yeah, we had lots of friends who were able to make it, and obviously we're all sort good. of a vaccinated group and all that kind of stuff. So, and the restaurant wasn't very full actually. We were pretty much not all on our own, but like it was mostly just us kind of folks. Uh, but it was good times. How many ducks were consumed? Um, I think oh, an entire 11, flock of seagulls. I think eleven, maybe. I think Dang, 11 that's pretty total. good. So it's not bad. We did good. We did the food was good. The company was good. Um, mm, and then after that, I got this sick. This is my second year without <laughs> duck, and I regret it. Yeah, You'll never maybe that's what, what went wrong. Yeah. You didn't start off the new year with duck. I mean, for me, it was pretty much that was the only good part so far of this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take it. Woof. I'll be like, I'm, I'm going to hold on to that as being the good thing. All right. But yeah. That's good. Um, I don't. I know we talk about this every time, uh-huh. but did you guys make any any form of resolutions for the year? Well, the first thing I want to say is last year, last year on the podcast, I think I made a couple resolutions, and I just want all of our listeners to know that I failed every single one. <laughs> except one, actually, except one. So I, I, I think my resolutions last year were get vaxxed, uh, go travel to visit my dad, and not buy any computer parts at all during the entire year. So... Uh, I think it was around March or April that my one of my monitors died. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So right there, it was like, well, I have to replace that. Luckily, I have a very nice monitor now. I think I talked about it on the podcast mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not do any sort of traveling whatsoever. I, I, I think the furthest from Calgary I went was to Red Deer to go to the donut mill. But I did get vaxxed. So one out of three, I, I got a 30% success rate. That's This year, though, I expect bad. to have a, a much better success rate. I'm, I'm keeping my New Year's resolution pretty simple. Uh, for the most part, things that I would have done anyway. Mm-hmm. But I want, I want to hone my skills. I want to get better at pixel art. I want to get better at animation. I want to be able to do it faster, better, more consistently do it more. And then the last thing is a little bit different. Eons ago, back when back when I was in high school, when you I took were up but a playing the child. drums. I took up playing the drums and uh back then, my my dad bought me a drum kit that even then was about 15 years old. Uh it's only a couple years younger than I am. And a couple uh last Christmas, not 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 Christmas this year, Christmas last year, uh, my Christmas and birthday gift was that my dad shipped me out my old drums, uh, nice. even though I told him multiple times that he could just sell them because I don't have room for them. I have a, I have a similar so, story to that, but keep going. <laughs> uh, the entire year I've had them set up. I've barely been able to play them because, well, they're drums. They're too mm-hmm. goddamn loud. Mm. They're too yep. goddamn loud. And uh, this year for Christmas... Our work put a a, a nice little Christmas card on our desk, and it had a $20 Best Buy gift card in there. And so I was browsing the Best Buy website, and uh, they just happened to have a musical instrument section. 
And so mm. I go in, I see some $2,000 trumpets, and I'm like, oh, Holy tempting. At, at Best Buy? Yes. Crazy. On, on their website, at least. Mm. Oh, Best Buy does that uh, that third-party market seller place thing yeah. now. So. That's oh. tempting. Mm-hmm. But $2,000 is a little bit over what this card will do for me. So mm-hmm. I kept going, and eventually I found some drum mutes on there. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. That's an interesting idea. I go price them out, what a kit for my drum kit would be. And, uh, well, it's like 130 bucks, but I mean, hey, 20 bucks off. Not too shabby. I look up some reviews, and they seem pretty good. There was a YouTube video of a guy doing it, and, uh, wow, it seemed pretty good. So I ordered them. I got them here. I installed them on my drums. Good lord. I I think I'm one of the very few people who is happier that their drums are quieter. I am. Normally that's the opposite of what you want. It's because you're a you're a considerate person. Yes. But that's just the thing like before if if I wanted to practice playing the drums uh I needed everybody to be out of the house because they were that loud. Uh, whereas now, let me let me just swing my microphone over to my drum kit mm-hmm. and do a little do a little something something. I think that the the difference will be startling. It will not sound like a drum kit. That sounds that would have almost like an electronic drum. Under any circumstances. Bit. Damn near deafened Dio, who was on her on her PC, right beside. Like I can, I can absolutely beat on these things. I can go absolutely crazy because it's like a thick pad. It's like about a quarter inch thick pad that goes on the drum skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's almost no limit to how hard I can beat the drums. My sticks won't break. It won't be too goddamn loud. It it is amazing. And so with this, I expect that I'll actually be able to to practice the drums, practice the drums quite a bit. And by the end of the year, I want to be able to play a little bit of drums on stream. I think it would be great. Can I share? Can I share something that's like tangentially related to the whole like sure what you were saying about your 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 dad shipping out your drum set to when you were like, eh, you know, like you don't really care either way about having them, right? I mean, I'm sure yeah. you like them now, but uh, so back when I was like 18 or 19, um, for my birthday, I received like a Yamaha electronic keyboard. You know, kind of like your okay. standard. You know, like it's 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 not bad. I don't know if it's any good, but like it was okay. But then, like when I was about 19, 20, I like I moved away. From, like I moved out of my mom's place. And like I've just been living on my own since, and uh, but I didn't really have room or like places to really put like this keyboard, so my mom always had it. And then like uh, I recently moved, like I used to always have roommates, but now I have a place that's uh, like just on my own. And mom was like, "Do you want this keyboard?" And I was just like, "I forgot about the keyboard." Kind of just wanted her to sell it. I didn't say that though. I was I don't know why I didn't say that, but I was like maybe you hold on to it because you have a house that has more room than I do. Not that my place is tiny, mm-hmm. tiny, but I was just like, 
you can hold on to it. But she like insisted at some point and she like brought it to me. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll like, I'll find a little bit of room for it. It's, it doesn't take up the most mm-hmm. space, but it is here. I have never learned to play the piano in my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I need wait, to make that clear. Nancy, do you know how to play the piano? Like a good little Asian, did you learn did, when you were you young? Did you ever take lessons? Because I certainly didn't. I mean, I I didn't have lessons for piano. All of my musical oh lessons my were all for singing. Uh, you guys, you guys are destroying every Asian stereotype I've ever. Known. I'm also Isn't only okay thing? at math. Like it's it's like a B level. <laughs> it's a B level subject. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. Every every ethnic Chinese person that I knew up until you two. Hell yeah. I either knew or was taught how to play the piano. I it's not that I what I don't know any, but I don't know how to play a piano in a classically trained manner. I play well, I I play most instruments that I've ever played by ear. So I can figure out piano if you give me some time, but I don't know how to play piano. Like if you sat me in front of a piano, right, like you know, be like, Jay, you have a piano at home. We can want, would you like to perform for your friends? And I'd be like, no, this is a mistake, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, if you really want me to, I can sit here in front of the piano. And this is something that I have done once before. I will turn on my keyboard. I will select the pre-playable songs on the keyboard because it plays like an MIDI of songs. It has a song list, and I will mime playing the piano <laughs> while the piano wow. itself makes noises. So I will scam. I definitely people. did that in stores, like back in the day people. when you used to be able to walk into like a, a Sears and they had <laughs> yes keyboards, yes, like a whole section of yeah, keyboards. keyboards and guitars I would absolutely and shit. Do yeah. that? I'd be like, yes. Play me a song, and I will pretend to be the one playing it, mm-hmm. and I will look all snooty while doing mm-hmm. so, but definitely not what I could do ah. naturally. Ah. You, you, unskilled, unskilled. Oh, you I'm need happy. to get on my level. I have... When I was, oh. when I was but a young lad, maybe five, maybe six, I was given, I was given a keyboard, an electronic keyboard, and I could play any song that it had built into the, this keyboard because the keys would light up to tell me which key to light next. Get nice. on my level, for I am the master. No, that nice. that seems like way more effort. I could just sit there and pretend. You, you, you were still playing. That sounds like more work and is the dumber way of doing it. Yeah, me, like, I could just be like, think about it. left hand, right hand, da 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 <laughs> The more I think about it, the more it's basically lip syncing, but for pianos, right? Basically. Yeah. But it was great. That's all I needed to do. But yeah, now I have this uh, electronic keyboard uh, here. I kind of wonder if I could find some peripheral to like hook it up to my computer. Well, I mean, I have my mm-hmm. mixer, so I'm kind of stupid. Yeah, of course I could hook it up to my computer. Anyway, <laughs> aside from that... Uh, I don't plan on playing it any time soon. There's no New Year's resolution to play that. I have no New Year's resolutions, in fact, because 
I am tired and jaded from the last two years of being hopeful. <laughs> Mood. No, the truth is, is like, I think I've gone down to a point where like, I just believe that you just need to make time for what you can make time for and enjoy what you can, but don't necessarily make goals that are, you know, something that you have to commit to and stress about. Uh, there's already too much of that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think I've actively stressed about uh, about my New Year's resolutions before. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I have it, either. It, it can be like a yearly goal or something. It can just be something that I really want to do, something that I do want to focus on. Right. Uh, like last year, it was more about okay for the one th- do the thing that I was going to do anyway, get mm-hmm. vaxxed. That's like that's like the the free space. That's the the, the, the free space and the in the resolutions bingo, bingo. (laughs) and everything else was like yes, protect my wallet by not buying uh, electronic equipment. By the way, I've also bought more RAM, uh, but I bought it in last year, but it arrived in this year. Would that count as a strike against last year or this year? Last year. I so if that had been a resolution of mine, I would have failed it because. I bought a new hard drive to add to my computer. I bought two laptops this year. Oh my Not god. Not for me, but I bought two laptops this year. So it's just uh just I definitely would have failed that had that mm. been my resolution. What are your resolutions? So it's funny because in the professional world they teach you that if you're setting goals, they have to be specific. They smart have to be goals. And then you have to like, <laughs> yeah, so you need to do a smart goal up and you're just like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't need that. I, I sort of just have like a, a bunch of buckets of things that I already do or already will have time to do this year, most likely. And I just want to get better at them. And like, I don't mean that. They're, they're all going to be freebies, but I mean, I have a lot of just random things. Like, I want to I wanna make my streams look nicer. I'm, I'm probably going to run around and, like, do some visual touch-ups on it. I want to learn how to do some video editing so I can, like, make some cute transitions or something for stream. Oh, I can help you with I'm that. I'm probably, and this is already happening, I'm probably going to be taking on more voice acting coaching and voice acting work. That's kind of just a given. So, like, that's probably my free space one right there. Or, like, I've mentioned this before when Jay has talked about digital painting. I will probably Mm -hmm. be working on some of that some more this year. And I guess my one more... Both of you have tablets now. Yes, yes, we We have We can play Draw Pile. What what now? Draw Pile. I'm blinking blankly at you. I know you can't see it, but... Okay, (laughs) it's, it's... It's it's like a really cool drawing program that you can like draw together online. Oh, oh no. Well, I mean that's that's existed so, like, for years. That's just a collaborative whiteboard. But like, yeah, it is. couldn't you do that on Oikake boards like there's, way back? Yeah, in the day? there's that's not special or new. <laughs> uh, were Oikake is could could they actually do like live drawing yeah. together? You could collaboratively draw on the same board together. There There's were some Oikakis that did that. There's lots. Of, there were lots of uh, shared whiteboard type apps. There probably still are a bunch. Mm. But anyway. I man. mean, I don't know if they were, you know, specifically for digital art, but like Oikaki is like the one that jumps out Look, from, you know, back in man. my lizard brain Bes- days. Besides. But like true. one one probable 
thing that I'll be putting more intention towards is reducing waste. So I have a Swiffer. Poop less. I'm probably going to find ways to reduce having to buy Swiffers by just like replacing it with an actual microfiber cloth that I can just wash. Or or I will probably be finding things like that to do around the house. Mm. Just be more of a reuser and a recycler or an upcycler. Or just like find things that that... Yeah, but like finding finding ways to do the same thing that doesn't produce as much waste. Like a really good example is right around Christmas, I found a new deodorant that I really like. And the, the great thing about this deodorant is that you don't throw the case out when you're done with it. You actually just buy refills that come in bamboo pulp and they right. just go in. And hooray, it works. It works really well. I really like the way this smells and I'm not throwing out a plastic case every time. I finish one. Mm. So, you know, just more intentional little things like that. There is, in terms of Swiffering, there is two things that you can do to drastically reduce the, w- the waste involved. That's not, a, a broom is not the same broom. thing as a Swiffer, first of all. But, but. Those, a, no, no, no. Yeah, like, brooms, it, I actually I don't know, a broom, a, a Swiffer one, is a mop. When it comes to Swiffering, you are using, you are using a rag you're using a rag on a stick to That's collect things that you're just going to throw out. So what you should do, here's the big brain strat, is just do nothing. Jesus Christ. Leave cool. the dirt on the floor. You do not, cool. not know me, Angelo. How dare you suggest that kind bin. of thing to me? <laughs> no, you I've don't been to your house know? and it's very clean. It's it, Your house is so clean that I, I know. I'm I'm saying this specifically. <laughs> I can't remember to, what I was going to say just now. Me. I'm kind of sad. <laughs> it's what you're doing what was on I purpose. Say I know now. you are. So I'm I'm in the same boat, but for something else. Yes. But I don't actually currently have it in my house because I don't look for it like you know all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like candles. You know, like scented candles. Have them around the house. That'd be nice to have. Uh huh. Um, yeah. I. I think there's a lot of waste generated from those, but I don't like. I I like to have scented candles in my house. I cur- I don't currently have them because like I'm very like particular about the scents I want to have. But then I don't want to have to always. There's two kinds of scented candles, not in terms of like s- style or design, but like how they deploy okay. it. Which is either it's a tea candle in the little metal ones, or it's the uh, like it's a bunch of. It comes in a glass cup. Glass cup. Which is the dumbest thing ever. Because some of the scents I want to buy. So do you like the do no, you like the fire? I'm saying that the like, candle, I, or like do the you thing is like smell. I want the smell yeah. most of the time, right? The fire effect, I don't know I don't know if that's really mm-hmm. a big deal necessarily. So one thing that I really like, I I I absolutely love incense sticks. Okay. Yes, you do. You, we have talked about this. Yes, they're great. I haven't actually bought any in a long time. Now that I think about it, I should re- I should change that. But uh, you get the nice you get the nice smoke going through the air. Uh, it's it's very fragrant. In terms of I mean, waste, yeah. usually it just comes in a little cardboard sleeve. Uh, it burns down to ash and just leaves you with a little little wooden stick left over. All natural materials, so it's not like it's a a, a real real waste there and that's not too bad another option though 
and this is something that Dio has. This is one of the reasons why I haven't gotten the uh, the incense sticks. Diffusers. Is, yeah, she's she's got like a, a water diffuser thing, and you just throw some essential oils in, and uh, that works really great. Oh my god, no fire hazards, unlike uh, incense, and a mild humidifying effect. Exactly. Uh, the only downside to that yeah. is there is the 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 glass jars when you're done. Okay, but. so so I actually do have something of a sort of solution for you. The only thing that will hold you back is the actual offered sense, which may or may not be to your liking. But there is a company run out of Calgary that is part refillery and also a candle maker. So they actually let you bring in vessels that they will fill for you. Mm. So if you have one already, yeah. like a, a glass candle jar thing, and you're done burning it and you clean it out, and you just bring it to them and say, fill me back up this you know, glass candle jar, but I I'm, want that I'm not against instead, it. or this one, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they, they're the ones who use I, I, like, the wooden none whips. None of that sounds bad. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's a route you can but it, explore. Yeah, it's the, just the limitations of what the company does with uh, or what they have for scents in their scent library. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I think on just the, the big picture of it, um, I hate the idea of just accumulating glass containers for some reason yeah and now you don't well, I mean, have you to. can get candles without glass containers like you can just get a generic candle holder get like uh i, I believe it's votive candles the ones that are very short no votives About are different usually like two three inches tall inch and a half uh tea lights are different and usually they don't have any glass so it's it literally you just pop it on whatever you want to use as a candle holder you can use one of your old odafest mugs as a candle holder Light it, it burns down to nothing, and then you just add a new maybe, one. On. Maybe, maybe I just have to look into something bag. more like that. You can do whatever you'd to like. To be honest, like there are a lot of candles out there that are completely waste free. And if you want to go, if you want to go with like completely natural things, you can get beeswax candles with oh, like yeah. with like natural natural wicks, coconut and wax, then soy wax. You are doing. I appreciate you're, you're that because at, at the end of the day, I just want to stay yeah. away from. Collecting a bunch of generating waste, weird. Yeah, I already don't actually generate that much waste. I mean, first of all, I live by myself. I shouldn't be generating that much waste in the first place. But all the stuff I, like most of the the waste I generate is like recyclables, as it is. So I'm not really worried about it. But then you have stuff like again, like the glass, where you're like, you can't. Do yeah, anything I just with bought that. this. It's nice. I'm done burning it. What exactly. am I supposed to do with this now? Like throwing exactly. it out seems like a waste. Yeah, of course. Just Extra eat it crispy. like a normal person. Crunch. I have repurposed some of those jars. Like, I've washed them out with mm -hmm. really, really hot water. And I instead use them for, like, holding pens and stuff. But you can only mm -hmm. do that so many times. You only have so many mm -hmm. places that needs pens exactly. held. So I currently also have that problem. But that's also why I'm trying to make use of the refilleries in town. Because... Like, even if I just need to go get something like hand sanitizer, I'm going to end up with, like, this other big plastic jar that will go into recycling when I could just get it from a refillery and then I don't. I bring Man. my own container. There's this there's this nice yogurt brand that's at the grocery store, and I can't remember what it's called. But the yogurts are very fancy, and they come in little glass jars. And I want to get them. Mm -hmm. I've only bought them once, and they were fantastic. I did. 
But I don't want to buy them again because I still have the little glass jars hanging around. I kept them because it's like, well, it'd be a shame to just throw them in the recycle. You shouldn't just throw them in the in the garbage because like glass is recyclable. Mm -hmm. But I mean, now you can turn them all into little candles. The second R, the second R is reduce or or, no reuse. First one is reduce. And so the 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 thought process instead has been, you know, as much as I like that that fancy yogurt, I hate having the stupid <laughs> glass little container hanging around, so I will not buy that nice yogurt anymore. I, I know exactly which ones you're talking about. I have bought them once. I still have the jars, and I use them for making jello in the summer. That's great. But that's, that's the perfect. only that's... time I use them for making uh, jello. They would probably work as shot glasses. Uh, yeah, if you wanted to have like, a dozen at a shots. time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so those those were things that I'm just gonna work on this year. I'll try to reduce my waste less, however less. I can. Gonna try and get better at everything else I do. Maybe yes. I'll eat more duck. There are there are, despite my somewhat personal pessimisms for this year, there are still many good things coming up this year. There are. One of which I am participating in uh, in an organizational... You're participating organizational. in Odafest? <gasps> yeah, I sure am. No way. Am I, though? Pretty sure am I, I am, though? too. We you had this discussion. What if I got right sick? Now. What if, no, you don't know. What if I got sick? You are right now. Then I won't be there. <laughs> this is the you podcast. You're currently part actively of Odafest. contributing to the Odafest You don't know sphere. that. I could tell you that I'd be like, I am going to produce this episode and then not <laughs> produce this episode. Yes, and but you still lend your voice to the episode. Well, which is you just volunteered. It would One of never the most important parts. <laughs> but uh, actual important thing uh, that I am... I, I, I've been very keen on trying to do something with this organization for a while and it's not Odafest, shocker. Um, but AGDQ, by the time this episode releases, uh, Awesome Games Done Quick 2022 will have been going on for about half a week. Um, it, go, it went from Sunday to Sunday from uh, the 9th to the 16th and we're releasing this on the 12th, obviously. Um it benefits the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Um, I know it's been tough times for everybody. Um, you know, sometimes some of it in financial ways as well as you know, uh, mental and physical um, health. But we're still trying to be positive, and um, you know, I'm sure a lot of folks know what AGDQ is. If you don't, it's um, speed running. Uh, video games for charity and it's super fun you should drop on by it's just on twitch and there's so many you can check out the schedule uh see what kind of video games that you know in the past that you've watched before or played before and see them get and absolutely annihilated by some very skilled <laughs> people who spend uh countless hours practicing it's insane um i've been chat modding for their twitch channel um over the past uh six months i don't remember something like that and oh, yeah you were a moderator a really during time. uh summer games done quick yeah 
No, 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 oh, I not yet. I, I joined okay. right around that time. Oh, okay, I joined around that time, but I, I wasn't on there yet. But I will be chat modding for AGDQ, so that'll be fun. Uh, not so like go into the be, AGDQ be chat and say things that Jay will have to ban you for. Don't do that. Oh, absolutely. I, Jay I, I will ban you hey, without a second. No, thought. I don't care. I'll ban you. I'll ban you. But while you're doing that, you know, consider throwing down a donation. <laughs> you know for a good cause so but honestly like even aside from just like the good cause stuff even if you can't donate or whatever enjoy what's being put on as a program because i think they also they honestly do some really awesome stuff even if you um, can't donate in that community. uh just watch ADD, agdq you will get ads yeah. through twitch and that will make yes. you support the cause technically speaking true Yes. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to a bunch of like the races and because they're always my favorite sort of genre. And there's always, you know, nostalgic games that you want to see, like maybe like Ocarina of Time or Metroid or. Man, the early N64 know, games Mario. are the most ridiculous ones for speedrunning. <laughs> it's insane like, because I, like any game, any game, any of the older games, especially because a lot of older games were written with limited um with limited resources essentially so there's they they always had to sort of figure out some new little trick uh from the programming side of things to like make something work or like hook one uh uh mechanic of the game to another one and like it was janky as all hell but you know, like in those days, it worked, and and it wasn't bad. But now we're like just systematically break well, it down. It's, it's even more than that. Back in the day, back in the day, the development teams weren't so absurdly big. Uh, where they mm -hmm. had they had a small army just doing QA, right? So, mm -hmm. like on Ocarina of Time, there might have only been one or two people doing QA, trying to bug test that potentially. If, yeah, if anyone at all, maybe they just had. Their programmers doing the bug testing as they went. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's why even, even like, in modern, the modern era, the last year or so, Ocarina of Time, people keep finding new bugs, finding new ways mm -hmm. to exploit it. And so it's yep. just... It, They're it, still it's breaking so absurd. records out there. It's so absurd. And I just, I you love to see it. You love to see yeah. software being abused and taken advantage of in <laughs> such a way. In a absolutely annihilated. In a timed and competitive way, which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I also have some friends uh, in the speedrunning community as it is. Uh, I don't uh, think they're running anything Mr. this year. One Mr. Slurpee Ninja, correct. Indeed. Well, more than that, there's a few, I know. But yeah, Slurp's the, the local big guy and then we've got lots of other folks that i kind of have met through the years and stuff but that's just the personal side of it i mean i, I honestly want to support all these guys because again like they just put so many hours of like practice not just for agdq but just in general that goal of you know beating their personal best getting that world record or whatever it is just it's super super crazy um yeah, I'm just super looking forward to it. It starts tomorrow because we're recording on the Saturday right now. It's something to look forward to. I am Gives me excited. Hope. Yep. That'll be yeah. fun. You know what else has me excited? What? 
What could it be? I am excited for Sex Babam, who is here to make you feel sad and get sad and stuff. <laughs> I forget how it, how it goes. I forget how. It, but there's a Scott Pilgrim anime announced. Yes. Yay. I am excited. But it's being produced by Netflix, you say? Is it actively produced by Netflix, or is this one of those the, one of those cases where they just put that, the Netflix sticker on it after? That makes me worried. Does it? I mean, Netflix Netflix produced things have made some good stuff. I'm credit where credit is due. Like there are certain things from Netflix, like the Netflix Castlevania, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Godzilla Godzilla Singularity Point. I really enjoyed. Like there there are some actual like good things that Netflix anime does. But I am a heckin' nervous. I am also kind of nervous. Like okay. I think an anime adaptation of Scott Pilgrim is a fantastic media for them to, you know, chase after. I I just I don't know anything about who's working on it, so that my confidence level is like, oh. you know, all over the place, but oh. I think if they do They just it- got us some information. Well, it's a, it's it's not so it's not even officially it's not officially announced yet apparently. It's still like it's not a rumor. But it's in development, which isn't the same thing as production, yes. to be clear. So what they what, what development means for people who aren't really familiar is like they have a concept, which is the story, the plot line, whatever. And they're seeing if they can massage it, work it into a format that they want to produce the show into, which would be the anime. Um, what this really means is that it may never come to fruition. It's almost technically a rumor, but it's more than a rumor because we know that they're they're putting some legwork into it. So that being said, Scott Pilgrim is very close to being like almost like Avatar, the last Airbender in a sec in a sense where it's like it's anime adjacent as it is, and it's comic book form like the original uh, source material is extremely Mm. adaptable into anime i have no doubt it could be well adapted Mm -hmm. into anime however the the art style for it is uh very similar not not similar in style i should say but similar in concept like mob psycho where because it's a simpler style animating it becomes something you can more more better do you don't have to worry about small details. You just get the broad mm. shapes and you're good. But uh, should things work out, uh, Science Saru, uh, the production studio behind Devilman Crybaby and a lot of other great animation, mm. should be taking care of the series. Uh, that 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 studio it was created by Masaki Yuasa, who is legendary for some good and kind of weird animation uh probably the the first thing that i've ever seen that he did was kimono zume which my god there's some clickbait clips out there from kimono zume it was an anime about like some weird man-eating monsters and there was this one scene where this 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 young kid was going to like kiss his high school crush for the first time and then he ended up biting her in half because it turns out he was a giant monster. 
there was a scene where this ninja guy was tied up naked to a chair uh, while the Yakuza was about to kill him. But they didn't get his his feet completely tied down. So he was able to jump around on the chair and fight them all. Like this, this guy, this studio, they know the weird good animation. Well, they did Space Dandy. Did they? They also did. I thought that was Sunrise. Um, two. They did some. Mm, that's not what it says here. All right. They did. They did. They they cooperated. No, Bones did. Bones did. Space Dandy, but they did. They like they worked with Bones. You know what? Now here. that I think about it, there were absolutely some uh, some scenes in Space Dandy that were very Masaki Yuasa esque. Yeah. And then they also did some Star Wars Visions. Uh, yes, they, did, they two, did. They did two bits there. But then something I actually watched recently, because I don't watch a lot of anime, people know, <laughs> but I recently, I haven't completed it yet. I've been watching the Heiki story. Oh, Heiki Monogatari. Which. How is it? Uh, I really like it. Nice. At first... The reason why I brought it, brought, it, mm-hmm. it caught my interest at all, because it sort of like Katana Gatari. Katana Gatari like, was great. Always kind of like a little. Katana Gatari. I, I kind I miss of like that. You, okay, I'm going to say this. I don't know how I actually feel about the story yet, but I'm only halfway through, and it's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about it because there's a certain, I think they're trying to create a certain sense of like disconnect. Like it's not all flowing yet um like maybe they'll piece it all together at the end kind of thing for you but the animation um all i can really say is that it is beautiful but not in the traditional sense we're not talking like you know the most fluid we're not talking we're not talking we're not talking mob psycho yeah, and we're not talking we're like not talking red light. you know, uh, uh, friggin' uh, into the Spider Verse with its style of like art, like like popping mm-hmm. colors and stuff like that. But it hits an art direction note. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, you, but you really should. It's hard to explain. Like watch, watch one episode of Heike Monogatari, uh, because. Even if you don't love the story from where it starts, it's uh, the story is sort of like based around um, Japanese feudal mm-hmm. times, um, and the the main character, who's this little girl, is like a sort of psychic. Uh, but anyways, aside from that, it's really just the art, the way they tell the story visually is very special. Like there's nothing I've mm-hmm. seen like it specifically through that show if you liked that uh a recent anime that they did that was well i mean heike is very recent (laughs) oh it's currently airing is it even done yet it's i think it's done it if it is like 2021 finished this last week or so probably but uh keep your hands off isaacen was also something directed by masaki yuasa and it has that kind of animation that you're talking about like he has a style 
it's not like other yeah. anime it's hard to just it's very hard to describe it is just it is a masaki yuasa anime that's yeah. what it is all i'm gonna go ahead and say that like i mean i don't expect every work of theirs to look exactly the same in every production that would be dumb frequent uh, uh frankly they don't look the but same like, but they feel it you can feel it if the sort of beats that i can kind of image and lift from heike can be applied to scott pilgrim it will be a very interesting production i can't like, remember a very interesting production how many times i watched the movie with michael Sarah. like you the can movie's say pretty what you fun. I, I loved that movie. It's so good. <laughs> the movie's pretty fun. I gotta say though, the, the Scott Pilgrim story, I don't want to get like I don't I like it, but it's about a group of just really shitty people. Oh, that's the point. <laughs> that is that is the point. But it's just like it's it's easy to like gloss over because you can just sort of be very superficial about like, oh, there's all these like cool, interesting characters. But the truth of it is underneath that sort of veneer of like being cool or interesting or awesome they're all just kind of shit people yeah well flawed characters are more interesting to read or watch right like but i don't know if it's even because they're flawed it's because they're kind of shit like superman is like mr perfect and you ever you Every every single Superman thing eventually goes. To, I know what you mean. I but, know what you but mean. But what if Superman was kind of bad though this one time? Uh-huh. Yeah. What if what if you had Bizarro Superman? What if what if what if Superman decided to dye his blue onesie black one day? Where it's boring. Whereas whereas Scott Pilgrim continually digging his own grave throughout the series uh only for it to culminate in scott pilgrim earning the power of self-respect i don't know it it does feel good it feels good i'm excited for the prospect of a very good adaptation of it yes possible but uh it's you know and like I said, I'm worried about the One Piece adaptation. <laughs> At least it won't be live action adaptation, so it'll be okay, probably. I hope probably. that probably. the 2022 adaptation goes very well. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I may or may not have written a fanfic about the year 2022, and I really hope that uh, that the big guy upstairs adapts it faithfully. Oh, yeah. Santa? Yeah, Santa. I, I wrote him a note. I sent it to the North Pole. Did he respond? No. He called you a hoe three times and left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that's uh, as much as we have time for. So uh, have a great rest of the year. <laughs> yep. uh, we'll we'll uh, have our next, next episode. Year. We'll catch up with you. In 2023. <laughs> But yes, thank you for listening. Uh, As always, hope you guys all stay healthy and take care and have a great rest of your year. And that's pretty much it. Bye-bye. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.